You're listening to a message from Impact Student Ministry, a middle and high school oriented production of the Summit Church. Well, hello, Impact. What's up, guys? Y'all doing okay? Yes, I'm great. Good. Whoever said that, wonderful. Thank you very much. Hey, uh, senior, whoa, excuse me. Seniors in the room. You guys can go ahead and jolly yourselves upstairs for your senior small group. Hope y'all have a blast. Everybody else say, see ya, seniors. Like three middle schoolers said, see ya, seniors. But it, it's okay. We'll, we'll try that another time. Hey, guys, my name's Chris. We're so glad y'all are here for our new series, Underrated. And to start, I have a question for you guys. And it's this. Uh, what's something in your life that's underrated to you? It can be anything at all. Shout it out. Clemson's underrated. Marshall, you know, actually, I can kind of give you that as a sports team. They don't get the credit they deserve. Hey, and, and let me preface this for you guys. Underrated means something that doesn't really get the attention that it should, right? Like, people aren't as excited about it as they probably should be. It's not seen as, as great as it really is in your own opinion. Uh, it's something that you think should probably be a little bit more popular, but people don't really care that much about it. Jesus, whoa, it would just shut it down again. That's perfect. Okay, what else do we have? Overwatch. That's clearly underrated because I don't even know what that is. Is that, I'm so sorry. Is that a, a show? It's a game. I'm old, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm old. Okay, I'm a dad. All right, Overwatch. Yes, it's clearly underrated. I, I will look that up for you. Yes. Anything else? Fortnite. Fortnite. Okay, good. The Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. Great. Yes, ma'am. Sign language. That is underrated because it's so great. Yeah, man, and so many people should know it and experience it and appreciate it. Yes, yes, sir. East Forsyth football. football. There you go, the state champs, a little bit underrated. More people should know about them. Okay, that's good. I'm with you on that. Yeah, props to the punter, man. You get it done, bro. Rock that ring, bro. Yes. Oh, okay, we're shutting it down there because we're not going to talk about the Wolfpack on this stage. Okay. I'm just kidding. It's, it's okay. You got, I mean, I like, I think y'all are better than Clemson, uh, so it's okay in my book. Hey, guys, I have a couple of examples for y'all if you're ready. I uh, was looking at the NBA and players in the playoffs right now, and somebody who really seems to be underrated is my man right here, Steph Curry. Okay, and the reason I say that he is underrated, right, he doesn't really get a lot of credit for what he does. When KD got hurt last series, everybody said, oh, the Warriors are going to lose. They're going to lose to the Rockets. Not that good. And like Steph consistently puts up 25, 30 points a game, and people don't really give him credit like it's his team. He's a lot better than people actually give him credit for. And a lot of times people forget about Steph and the splash. What were they called? The splash? There you go. Okay, I want to be sure you guys are with me. Yeah, he's he's a lot better than I think he gets he gets credit for. He's a little bit underrated. Next, hey, before I show the next one, before you go, uh, if you have not seen Endgame, uh, you're not gonna get anything given away in this, but I think he's the most underrated Avenger from Endgame. It was so disappointing to see. He's so much better than the way they portrayed him. Yeah, you guys already know. We'll go ahead and just show it. Uh, I know, no, he, he just doesn't have a shirt on. It's, it's Thor. It's okay. Uh, Thor became kind of lazy, uh, robust. I like to eat a lot of food and do nothing, Thor. And that was really bad because Thor's like better than that, right? I, I, I tell you, man, I'm, I'm a fan of love Cap and I love Iron Man, but I thought Thor was better than that, and he was just underrated, I thought, in the movie. Besides that, it was an unbelievable movie. If you haven't seen it, don't give any spoilers. Shh, 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 shh. 
but go and definitely see it. Hey, restaurants that are underrated, they don't get as much love as they should. McDonald's. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A gets so much love, dude, all the time. You know, okay. I like it, though. I, you're engaging, man. I appreciate it. Uh, with Chili's? Chili? They still have Chili's? Okay. I, I heard, okay, I heard a welcome to Moe's, and you got Barbaritos, and you got Chipotle. I think along those lines, something that's really underrated, in my opinion, man, is the glorious Taco Bell. It is. Because every, t listen, every time I talk to you guys, about, you know, I'm like, hey, man, what's your favorite restaurant? Chipotle, Moe's, Barbaritos. You know, I'm like, okay, well, what's your favorite? And I even try and, like, hint a little bit more. It's your favorite, like, fast food restaurant. They'll say Chick-fil-A or Cookout, and they're great. They're delicious. But, guys, Taco Bell? Have y'all forgot about how wonderful it is? Oh, man. It is, it's very underrated. Hey, and another place for you guys besides Taco Bell, uh, there's one right here in Kernersville, and I'm going to go ahead and just show it to you guys. It's Arby's. What do they say? What's their slogan? We have the meats. Now, their commercials are everywhere. You guys see their commercials all the time. But the reality is, when it comes down to Arby's, you know, like it, they just really don't get that much love. And, and I realize that I am a victim of, of underrating Arby's consistently. My wife went uh, to get food, like last week with her mom, and got food for Iris. And I'm at home hanging out, and she comes back. And she's like, yeah, I just got food. And I'm like, okay, what's for dinner? And she's like, oh, we went to Arby's. You don't like Arby's. And I'm like, what? Oh, man, like, have we never been to Arby's together? She's like, no. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. We have to change that. Because Arby's is just so delicious with the roast beef and the curly fries. They got, like, all those little shakes you can get for, like, a dollar. You know, like, it is so good. And it's so, like, yumbly in my, in my tumbly, like, Winnie the Okay, that's Iris. I'm sorry. I don't know why that's coming out here. Winnie the Pooh stuff. But it is really and truly just so good. And I feel like it never gets as much love as it should, even though they have the meats. Hey, on the reality is this. All right, I think for most of us, leaders... You know, students, middle school, high school, wherever you are, we can all kind of relate with this. We really tend to prioritize what's like the most popular in our life. We do. We care about things that are really popular, that are hip, that are trendy, that are now. And it's like, well, I'm not really going to go one of those places because I know another place. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I know Thor was, he was okay, but you see Cap, you see Iron Man? Yeah, and Steph Curry's good, but man, but Giannis... The Greek fig, he's unbelievable. Kawhi Leonard with the game winning the other night. Like, those are, those are things. And the reality is, guys, a lot of times, like, when it comes to things that aren't that popular, we're really not that excited about it. Hey, so in this series, Underrated, we're really going to talk about how it's so easy for us to underrate Jesus. Because in middle school and high school, it's really not that popular to walk down the hallway and be like, Woo! Jesus power! I don't even think people say that. I, please do not say that. You don't go up and like, hey, what's your name on the first day of class? And you're like, yeah, my name's Bo, and I follow Jesus, right? Like, y'all don't do that. If you do, then fantastic, great for you. But y'all, if, if we're honest, like at East or at Glen or at Oak Grove or at NCLA or at Ledford or at Southeast or at Central or Southwest or wherever you are, like, y'all, this, this whole Jesus movement really isn't, all that popular and the reason it's not popular is because Jesus actually tells us like he tells his disciples and followers that 
The world didn't really accept me. They're probably not going to accept you. It wasn't super popular and smiled upon back in Jesus' day either. But in this series, guys, we're going to talk about, man, are we underrating Jesus in our own life? Are we underrating our own relationship with Jesus and kind of just looking past it sometimes? Just like when you're driving to cookout and, oh, there's Arby's. See ya. Or is you're so excited about something that's going on, but you're like, yeah, sometimes I just, I, I forget about that Jesus guy in, in, in my life. Hey, if you're here tonight and you aren't really sure about God or sure about Jesus, thank y'all so much for coming. You're going to hear a lot that we talk about in this series about why it's so important for you to follow Jesus. We really and truly believe, y'all, that if you follow Jesus, it will make you better as a person. It will make you better at life. Now, if you're not there yet, that's okay. We're not going to hit you in the head with the Bible or anything like that, but we just want to help you guys be encouraged for that. Now, if you're here and you follow Jesus, I'm not going to ask you to stand up and say Jesus power. I don't even know why I said Jesus power. I've never, ever heard that before in my life, okay? Uh, But if you're here and you follow Jesus, and you might be like, man, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to stay, like, on top of my relationship with God. It really is. Man, in high school with my friends, with these relationships, with my parents going through a divorce, and, man, I just failed a, a, a class. I got denied from a school. My application didn't get processed at work, like, Life gets heavy for you guys, right? As Christians, it gets heavy, just like everybody else. And I know for a lot of us, we think, well, if I follow Jesus, man, maybe if I pray, everything will just be answered immediately. And if it's not answered immediately, we don't realize what God's trying to teach us in that moment. Instead, we're just like, nah, I don't, I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if I should keep following him as close as I am. And guys, we start to drift. We start to kind of fade away. Hey, so... uh. This whole Jesus thing, it started, you know, almost a little over 2,000 years ago. And there's a guy by the name of Saul. Everybody say Saul. Saul of Tarsus. If you guys have heard of Saul of Tarsus, he was like one of the worst guys. Like, he was like Thanos before Marvel was even thought of. He was like, I'm going to destroy everybody, right? He wanted to destroy every single Christian. But something happened to Saul, and Saul went from being like one of the worst villains of all time to all of a sudden being one of the nice happy, friendliest Christians and followers of Jesus ever. Saul became Paul. Right? And when Saul becomes Paul, Paul all of a sudden becomes like one of the goats of Christianity. Just like that. He went from killing and attacking and persecuting Christians to all of a sudden saying, I'm going to follow Jesus. Like, I need to give my whole life for this guy, and I know that it's worth it. I underrated Jesus for such a long time. Now, like, I know he is this guy. He is that dude. I have to absolutely, positively Try and follow him. So Saul became Paul, and Paul is definitely one of the goats of Christianity. If you guys, like, looked up, like, goats of Christianity on Google, I don't even know if they have that. I have no idea, but it'd probably be, like, God and Jesus. And then you probably have, like, I don't know, like, Abraham or maybe, like, Moses, let my people go, right? And I don't know if Noah would be up there with, with his art. But, like, the New Testament people, all the disciples, you would have Paul right up here. Paul was one of those guys. And Paul is writing to one of his friends, a guy by the name of Timothy. Everybody say Timothy. Okay, I love to over-pronunciate things because I'm trying to teach Iris to get rid of passy language because that's all she speaks, okay? So he writes to Timothy, and he says this. Guys, we're going to check it out. It's in 1 Timothy 1, 5 through 6, if you're following on your phones. Hey, he says this to me. He says, the purpose of my instruction, Timothy, is this. All believers would be filled with love that comes from a pure heart, a clear conscience, and a genuine faith. See, a problem was a lot of Christians back here in the church They were losing sight of all this. They forgot what it was like to love. 
They got caught up in all these things about memorizing scripture and how much they serve and how much they give and how great they are. And they forgot why it was so important to go back to the heart of it being at love. Let's keep going to the next one. But some people have missed this whole point. Completely lost track of it. I mean, forgot about it so much where it was like work was like Christianity for them. Like they wanted to look as great as they possibly could, go and go and go and go. They missed what it was about. They turned away from these things and spent their time in meaningless discussions. So Paul says, hey, Timothy, we got to fix this. This is happening in the church. We've completely underrated what Jesus did for us. And we've looked past it entirely. we got to do something about it. And this is what Paul says. This is, this is why he says we need to fix this problem. Let's go to the next one. This is a trustworthy saying, Paul says. Everyone should accept it. And this is great. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Sinners, somebody who's done something wrong, who's lied, who is, um, I don't know, uh, broken your mom's flower pot or vase and you blamed on the cat, like any of those types of things, like some that you did that you probably shouldn't have done, you lied when you cheated on your spelling test, but your teacher thought you cheated and you said, no, I didn't, I was just scratching my eye. What, what, whatever it is for you, like we, hey guys, everybody in here, we've all sinned before. All of us are the same with this. And Paul says, Christ Jesus came into the world to save us sinners. And check this, Paul, being one of the greatest Christians of all time, says, I'm the worst of them all. When it comes to sinners, when it comes to people who are far off, who have struggled, who, who are not perfect, I'm like one of the worst ones. Like, I underrated God in my relationship with this Jesus guy for so long. I'm one of the worst ever. Like, you aren't going to get much worse than me. And he keeps going here, which is awesome. I love this part of the verse. Paul says this, I was so bad, but God had mercy on me so that Christ Jesus could use me as a prime example of his great patience with even the worst sinners. Then others will realize that they too can believe in him and receive eternal life. You know, you know the biggest problem with, I think, with following Jesus and why it's not so popular in middle school and high school today? Why well, it's not popular as adults? It's not popular as parents? It's not popular in anything at all. If y'all watch like the Grammys or the Emmys or the ESPYs or any of these other shows, I only know like three of them. That's like my three. That's it. I don't watch any of them, but uh, that, three shows. A lot of people don't really give a lot of credit, a lot of glory, a lot of excitement. It's not really popular to shout out Jesus. And I think if we knew this, if we took this thing away, it would be, right? And we would be excited about it. And this is the big thing Paul wants you to know. This is why it cannot be underrated in your life, and it's this. Paul says, hey, you and I can believe in Jesus and have eternal life. I don't care what you did before. I don't care about your past. I don't care about what you're struggling right now with in your own life. This Jesus thing, it shouldn't be underrated. Like, it should be the farthest thing from being underrated because we get to have eternal life, which means, like, life forever. Like, you're, you're never, ever, ever, ever gonna, gonna die. And what's, what's really cool about it is this. If we go one step further, it's this. Don't like, Paul wants us to know this 2,000 years after he wrote it. He wants us to not miss what God has for you and your forever and also what Jesus has for your right now. Hey, as Christians, um, and you guys, do, please don't raise your hand, but like if, if you guys were in Kid Summit, our elementary age ministry here, or if you guys ever went to a camp, or if you guys ever watched uh, like some crazy TV preachers talking about repent, the end is near, you know, and, and 
they mean well when they do those things. But I remember when I was a kid, I used to watch them, and I would, like, pray all the time. Like, if you say this prayer, you will be saved, and you will go to heaven. And I would pray it, like, every time I heard it. Don't raise your hand, but if you guys have ever done that before, you can probably relate with me. Like, you want to do everything you can to get to heaven. In elementary, like, you guys, when you're growing up, maybe you got baptized because you want to get to heaven. Maybe in middle school or high school, maybe some of y'all said, you know what, I want to get baptized at Big Stuff when I go in 39 days because I want to go to heaven. I want to get baptized at Crowder's Ridge because I want to go. Hey, first of all, baptism doesn't get you to heaven, right? So it's, it's just about asking Jesus into your heart more than anything else. It's awesome if you get baptized. But, y'all, for a lot of us, we miss track of something. As followers of Jesus, we do have the coolest thing that you, we could ever even fathom or imagine at the end of this life. When we close our eyes here, we open them there in a paradise. Like, the best day you could ever imagine, if you would multiply that times 100 times a thousand times if it, whatever it is it's gonna be you're not gonna get to heaven and say man this is it really got like I wish I had my PlayStation up here like I really miss it no man like there's gonna be nothing underrated about heaven at all but if you ask Jesus into your heart for heaven that's awesome and that's great we're glad you did that but I think one of the most underrated things about Christianity is not getting to heaven I think one of the most underrated things about Christianity is forgetting that you have Jesus with you right here and right now Y'all, when you ask Jesus into your heart, he's there. And if you're here and you've never asked Jesus into your heart, man, thank you so much for coming. We, we would love it if you would think about that and just consider what that would look like for you. Right? Because when you ask Jesus into your heart, it doesn't mean all your, all your struggles go away. Thanos doesn't all of a sudden pop up, snap his fingers, and all your problems are gone. No. It would be nice. <laughs> It'd be very, very, very nice. You know, uh, I wouldn't even talk about this, but my wife and I, we've been, there's a lot of balloons up here. I'm sorry, just a couple squirrels. Uh, my wife and I, you know, we, we have uh, Everly, and we've been working through this whole sleep thing with her. And Whitney told me today when we were talking about this message, she said, like, I don't know how I could have gotten through this if I wasn't a Christian. And I said, what do you mean? And our sleep thing is, like, Everly doesn't really like to sleep. I think I've told you guys that before. And, like, when you don't get sleep, it drives you crazy. Like, there's a reason why, I, like, some camps and like torturing methods would be to actually deprive people of sleep because it makes you go wild, man. It really does. I thought Whitney was flying around. I'm just kidding. I'm just, she didn't do any of that stuff. But I asked her, I said, well, what, what do you mean by that? Like, how did Jesus help you through that so much? She said it just provided hope. And I knew that he was with me through it. And I was going to have hope at the end of this. Y'all, one of the most underrated things about following Jesus right now in all of our lives is that regardless of how dark your situation might be right now, and regardless how I probably don't even understand it, I couldn't even imagine it, your small group leader might not understand it, even though I wish you would open up and talk to her or him about it. None of your friends understand it, they don't get it, because your dad is going through some alcoholic problems, or your mom's struggling with cancer, right, or you just lost your uncle, or whatever it is that's so heavy and so dark in your life. Guys, if you've asked Jesus in your life, he is there to help you and journey with you through it. God's so underrated. As followers of Jesus, we get to heaven, but we have him right here and right now. Uh, this past week, Whitney and I went down to see Hillsong, uh, a praise and worship band, play in South Carolina. And I think uh, I was talking to a couple leaders and a, a couple of our band and uh, tech crew went. We had a blast down there. And one of the highlights of the trip before Hillsong, like, um, I'm going to bring it back up. Can we get a picture of the Taco Bell again, please? Yes. I don't know why, 
But we stopped at Taco Bell on the way down. And, y'all, I was so excited to stop at this Taco Bell because I hadn't been in months. And I used to absolutely love Taco Bell. And I just forgot about it and drove past it so many times in Kernersville. And I missed out on it a lot. And we got Taco Bell, and I thought, like, on the way down, like, this was worth the trip. <laughs> it was worth coming all the way to Greenville to get some Taco Bell when really Taco Bell is, like, five minutes from my house. And it was right there accessible to me at all times. And afterwards, Whitney thought I was crazy because I was driving, and she was, like, having to, like, feed me, like, <laughs> my beans or something. And, like, she was like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I was like, please, it's so, just please, just please bear with me. I, I love this Taco Bell. It is absolutely so delicious. Hey, and if you're a Taco Bell fan, that's great, and that's wonderful. Something I realized, though, I don't need to go to Greenville to get Taco Bell because there's one right here. And I asked myself, literally, I asked Whitney. She thought I was crazy. I've been missing out on this for so long. Why did I not just go to the Taco Bell right here in Kernersville? And I want to look back at my own life. And I think for a lot of us in sixth grade or ninth grade or 11th grade or eighth grade or seventh grade, y'all, you guys have something that is available right here to you. And you guys have a Savior that is available right here to you. And for some of us, we keep trekking that journey in life by ourselves because we think this whole Jesus thing is underrated and we're terrified to even give him a try. The last thing I want and the last thing your leaders want is for you guys to get to a point when you're like, man, I wish I, wish I would have tried Jesus in middle school. I wish I really would have tried him a little bit better in high school because it didn't solve everything, but it helped me through what I couldn't do on my own. So wherever you are tonight, with this and your walk with Jesus or you're not sure about him, guys, I just want to encourage you as we, as we uh, wrap up week one to know that following Jesus is not something that's underrated. Please do not leave here thinking that following Jesus is something that is, you should just look past it and keep moving because it's the furthest thing it could possibly be. And everybody in this room is in one or two situations, one or two categories. Either you know God and you have a relationship with Jesus, right, and maybe you've drifted from him some, or maybe you don't feel like you're as close as you once were, or maybe you feel like, yeah, I should be doing better. Maybe you feel like I just keep driving past him and I don't really have that connection with him like I used to. I wish I could get back, but I don't know how because everything is just pulling me this way. Or maybe you're on the other side and... You've never even thought about Jesus before. Or you've came to church, or maybe your parents just make you come here to impact. And you would love to try and experience something like this, but you just don't really know if it's worth it. Wherever you are, and one of the two, our prayer for you guys is that you will not look at Jesus as something that's underrated. You'll look at him as something that's real and relevant for you in your life. Hey, don't go all the way to Greenville for tacos. It's right here. Okay, and Jesus is as well for you guys. So as you guys get ready to go to groups, think about where you are. Think about ways that you can journey a little bit, take a step closer to Jesus over here or from there, wherever it might be, and know that we're here to help you with that as much as possible. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all these incredible middle school and high school students. God, thank you for your son Jesus and the fact that he gave himself up for us so that we can have a relationship with you through him. That's crazy. We, we can't even really understand it. I know I don't even understand it. It's, it's just a love that's wild. And Father, I pray for our middle schoolers, for our high schoolers, for those who were connected with you and they feel like they've drifted a little bit. I pray that they can have some great conversation and group tonight about ways to come back and get closer to you and take steps closer to you. Father, not have to wait till big stuff, not have to wait till Crowder's Ridge. 
Help them to know that it is right here, right now, and that you would love to get them closer. I pray also for our students who are here tonight and who have never actually had that uh, relationship with you, and they've never asked you uh, into, into their heart and, and, and never tried to take a step closer to you. God, I pray that they can have those conversations with their small group leaders tonight, um, and that as groups we can celebrate them and encourage them. God, and we're just so thankful that you are not underrated. You are so worth it, and you're so awesome. And it's in your son Jesus' name that we pray tonight. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you would like to get more information on Impact Student Ministry or The Summit Church, visit us online at thesummitchurch.net.